this episode of the Naturist Living Show, the Tiki Tambas. This episode of the Naturist Living Show is brought to you by Bear Oaks Family Naturist Park. At Bear Oaks, we offer traditional naturist values in a modern setting. Free your body, free your mind. www.bearoaks.ca Welcome, dear listener, to episode 78 of the Naturist Living Show. And likely it's only a few days, maybe a week after the last show where we talked about Nude Volleyball Super Bowl 45 that I attended at Whitethorn Lodge in Pennsylvania. And I mentioned in that that uh, the Tiki Tombas were kind of key to the uh, continued success of this um, event, to this uh, incredible tournament that's held every year. And the Tiki Tambas came at just the right time. They, they, for several years, the number of attendees at uh, the, the, the Volleyball Super Bowl was, were dropping as, or, and the age was uh, increasing, going up. Um, certainly, I know many of the people who were playing volleyball when I was younger in naturist clubs that I visited uh, are certainly older if they're still playing, but many of them are not playing anymore. Uh, having succumbed to a variety of injuries over the years. So you need you need continuous growth. You need to continuously attract youth, something I've always talked about in several other shows. Um, and the Tiki Tambas is a great success story. I mean, certainly we have YNA and we have other uh, groups like that are forming that we've talked about in the past. But the Tiki Tamba is a specifically uh, a success story when it comes to volleyball and white thorn. Um, they bring to each Super Bowl hundreds of young people. Many are repeat visitors, but every year there are new ones, people who are convinced by their friends that they have to come and try and do this because it's such a fun, incredible event for them. And most of them are hardcore volleyball players. Some are just coming for the fun, and there's nothing wrong with that, but... Most of the ones I've met are hardcore player, serious player, semi-pro, perhaps pro players, college-level players. They want to have fun, but they want to play seriously, and they want to play hard. And they play hard. Um, not every club would want to have the Tiki Tambas there, because I know some clubs have some problem with the hardcore partying. But they're very respectful. Um, they're having a good time. This year, they, they, they build uh, a rave. Uh, they build, they had, they camp in one area with lots of t tents and 
a couple of uh, trailers and stuff are mostly tents. But they build a tent with uh, sound system and music and lights and all kinds of lasers and effects. And they have a rave. They have a party going every night. And yet they get up early and play because they still have the energy of youth. And the um, last year, apparently, it was a little too loud. So this year they were asked to keep it down a bit. I won't say it wasn't loud if you were there, but it was not overwhelming in the rest of the camp so other people could still sleep. So the Tiki Tampas are quite a wild group. And I know in some clubs and resorts that wouldn't be welcome. And I'm not sure. Well, maybe that's okay if that's what you're looking for. But for the one event, for the one weekend, it's okay sometimes, I think, to let your hair down and to have a big event like this. And uh, I would have no problems at Bear Oaks having them over for a one weekend and having a good party and having them have fun. Not necessarily that I would participate. I'm more a go-to-bed-early kind of guy and get up really early. I always was, even when I was younger. These young men and women bring an energy uh, to a club that is necessary to keep revitalizing the club and to keep things going. So I, um, there were a number of people at uh, the tournament that I knew uh, but specifically, I sat down with Aaron, um, who I know from Sunsport and is a regular listener of the show. Hope you're listening, Aaron. Um, and uh, his friend, Ashley. And I asked him what the Tiki Tombas were all about. Tiki Tomba is a group of young naturist volleyball players that have started playing here, have been playing here for a long time. And... The group has grown and developed as a small community of young naturists, and some of us come to play, and some of us come to watch and enjoy. Many do both, and uh, that's the best way to define it. Why do you like it? Because this is the way to life. You love, you just be yourself, and everybody accepts you. Everybody loves you. Everybody gives love, and everybody receives love. And there's music, and there's a lot of fun. So, it's not one thing or two things, it's overall, it's a holistic experience and approach to life. And only Tiki Tomba offers that? I mean, no. Are you kidding me? The whole world, the whole world offers it. Tiki Tomba just happens to be like what, what we're doing right now. But, but, we can take Tiki Tomba into the world and make it really funky and fun and loving. So, so who's Tiki Tomba? Who are the Tiki Tomba people? I don't think that question can really be answered. The group has been growing and developing. There's the, there's the probably a, the core team of the original people, and and then there's many of us who have joined along afterwards and have benefited from what they started and all that they have going and all that stuff. I think you talked to Eli also. He's a major beginner of this, and his friends and they have created something wonderful for the rest of us to also enjoy. On, on Facebook, we have, I think somebody said earlier today, over 280 people. Just We have a private group, the Tiki Tama group. And like, you can't get in unless you come and like you have a good vibe and you're cool. Participate in the group. Participate, right. And then Positive you're in. Group. And it's a really cool thing. We're, I mean, we're about to go over 300 people. 300 young naturists, nudists, Loving life, being together and loving. So, so do you have to like pay a membership fee? How do you join? It's no fees. No, I didn't pay any fee. I don't think they're charging any kind of fee. It's Is there just, an application form? No, it's just a community of friends who enjoy getting together and doing what they do best as far as sports, and then also just a great social opportunity. 
super and, and yet, do you have to be young? Uh, no, there's plenty of older ones in the group also. I'm not sure. It looks like they're about to do the Tiki Tomba chant right now, and I definitely can't miss that. All right, let's go, get let's it. go record it. we got to get yeah. over there and get that. So the person who founded the Tiki Tambas, um, he doesn't want me to use his real name. His name is, we're going to call him E. Everyone who's been at one of these events will know that, uh, will know who E is. Um, And he is the one, E is the the one that uh, started them. He he was raised as a naturist, um, was always a heavy volleyball player, very involved in volleyball. And so uh, I had a chance after the whole tournament was done to uh, chat a little bit and learn more about what the Tiki Tambas were all about. All right. Another very successful event for you. Yes. Yes. So what is Tiki Tamba? Um, It all started with uh, um, a bunch of us in college. We decided that we're going to go to to this Nature's Volleyball Tournament, and um, I brought I brought seven of my buddies and my brother, and we and we uh, we came out here to Western PA, and we played in the first. Uh, it was 2007, and we've been going strong ever since then. Our first year, we brought seven people out. Second year, 17 came. Next year, 25, 30 something, 40 something, 50 something, and now I don't know what we're at, but we got people from from all over California, people from Canada. We have people from Florida. Um, friends fly out from Nevada and Chicago and. And uh, they do this because because uh, it's a special special bond that all of us have, and um, and it's beautiful. It's awesome. I wouldn't change anything about it. Well, you're single-handedly rebuilding nature's volleyball. Like, why is it working? What what are you doing that's working? Um, it's it's the people. It's all it's all of my friends and their friends and their friends and um, everyone. Uh, they're excellent character, excellent um, examples of, of great human beings, and. Uh, they are the example of what someone should be in this world. And um, the coolest thing about it is we use a little bit of social media, but it's more so um, word of mouth. So our best friends are inviting their best friends. And so it's a filtration system of good people. And so um, uh, everyone is going to be awesome coming in. And when you come in, you're accepted immediately. And, and that's, why, um, that's why it's uh, contagious. So, so do you have to join anything? Do you have to pay something? Do you fill out a form? No, we don't do any of that stuff. We don't. Um, we don't need that. Uh, it's friends and, and camaraderie, and and uh, the naturalist lifestyle lets you be someone 100% who you are with other people. Um, there are no materialistic items. There, you know, you, you can't judge by what someone's wearing because we're not wearing anything. And um, and so it's really a beautiful ceremonial thing that all of us share together. And and uh, it started as one tournament. And then it went to uh, Florida and Pennsylvania. Then it went to Virginia, Florida, and Pennsylvania. Then it went to Illinois. Then it went to three tournaments in PA, and now it's going to Connecticut. And so, um, so now, now we're running out of weekends in the summer. To uh, we're, we're doing too many of them, and we don't, we don't, we can't do anything else other than 
playing the buff. Oh, that's awesome. But it's not just volleyball. No, it's not just volleyball. We um, we have uh, we have such an exceptional group of people. We have a lot of friends who don't play at all, and they, they love watching the game. Um, some of them are musicians. Some of them are um, actors. One of our friends uh, is a puppeteer. Uh, we have friends that do uh, um, that that make suits. We have friends that work. Uh, they're lawyers. We have friends that do everything, and and so everyone together creates this melting pot of, of creativity, and um, and it gives us a very diverse outlook. And we have lesbians in the group. We have homosexuals in the group we've got black white chinese we've got everybody and and so it's um it, it lets everyone uh lets everyone in on every avenue so you guys have done a lot more and play volleyball here you've got a lot of things planned and you got activities there's a you got a whole nightclub set up down there right yeah yeah we have um one, one friend she's uh she's on her path to um she wants to be a professional dj and so she's been working really hard the last couple of years and we have another buddy who um does the same thing he's actually a music producer and uh so he went out and got all this equipment and and the very first year that this happened it was uh it was an accident um and now it's become a, a part of our identity and um our buddy called me it was our third year we came out here to um to whitethorn and he goes hey man i'm thinking about uh bringing some stuff and setting up some music i think it'd be pretty fun and i'm like let's do it what do you got in mind and he goes i'm just gonna bring my pop-up trailer and set up some speakers i got some lights so he's setting up for 12 hours, smoking a cigarette, sets a speaker up, sits down, drinks a beer, smokes a cigarette, sets the other speaker up, sits down, smokes a cigarette, drinks another beer, sets up some more equipment. All of us come down the hill to a 30-foot inflatable pumpkin with a cat coming out of the top of it, laser light shooting into the sky, smoke coming across the ground like a foot high. We don't know what the hell's going on. And all of a sudden, this music just starts invading the campground and we're like what is he doing I had no idea this was going to happen and then he just the girls jump in the middle and just start throwing glow in the dark body paint on everybody and it was like and then the bass dropped and that was the first time we had a rave here and it was just like wow and it was um, total surprise no one knew it was happening and um, I thought he was bringing a boom box and like you know, put up some Christmas lights. I didn't know what he was doing. And so now we have this thing, and, and we got friends dancing right now. You can hear the music in the background. And yeah. they're, they're going to do this for a couple hours because um, because it feels right. And that's what you do here. You do what feels right. I think you're doing almost everything except sleeping. Yeah, yeah. We don't sleep a lot here, but we, we, we recover the whole week after because um, we only get to, you know, the coolest thing about this is some of us, some people here, they see each other two days the whole entire year, and they're best friends. And um, so you don't have time to sleep when you only get to see your best friend for two days. Makes sense. Now, a lot of these places, these older clubs, are populated with people who seem to like quiet and peace. Do you ever Are you ever not welcome or do you get in problems? Yeah, there's um, there's a little bit of pushback sometimes and we, we work through that and, and we never mean to, to be disrespectful. We just mean to have a good time. And we're, you know, a lot of us are 18 to 35 years old and, and you have a good time when you're that age. And um, we, uh, you know, we want to do what we want to do, and it's only three days, four days out of the year. So, uh, you know, um, we try to work with them, and, and, and we try to be considerate as best we can. But um, things things sort of, you know, it is what it is, and, and, and we battle a little bit, but we're here to dance. <laughs> Did you want to add something? You look like you wanted to add something. I was just going to say, much like any kind of an event, they have... Anybody who might have an issue with it has ample notice, too, and they know that it's coming. They can choose to be here that weekend or choose to not be here that weekend. It's a place that's open for everybody, and if they want to allow us to come in and bring you know young life back to this, this type of lifestyle, they're going to have to understand that when they were young, they were out here partying the same, playing music late until the night. It's just not the same music. 
So it's going to happen when you want to see this grow and continue. Otherwise, it's going to die. Well, obviously, it's working because you're getting the young people and the other ones aren't. Yeah. And this is White Thorn Super Bowl 45. This wasn't a surprise. This isn't the first one. Yeah. So this has been going on for a few decades now. So let's get down. <laughs> so what's the future, Tiki Donovan? How big do you think you can get? Um, I don't necessarily know if it's how big we can get because uh, um, it's a special group. It's uh, you know there's some groups out there that just want numbers. Um, we're a quality kind of thing, and uh, so we look for we look for people who. Who, who should be with us, and, and they naturally will be with us. Um, so we don't really look at a number. Um, that number progression happened naturally because, uh, you know, great people attract even greater people, and um, and so that's what we have. And so it's not a, it's not um we're not trying to break any records or anything like that. We're we're just trying to um, to be us and the best that we can be at us. So if somebody is listening to this and they want to join you, can they join you? Um, you know, I think you just come to naked volleyball tournaments. You just come to clothing optional events, and we're going to be there. And, um, you know, we uh, we sort of have this filtration system of, of, you know, you hang out with us, and, 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 and you get a great vibe from someone, you know. And, we, and every tournament, somebody brings a new face, and, and you hang out with them, and you meet them, and you're like, this person's a really good person. You can tell. You know right away. And, um, and sometimes they're not. And so, uh, you know, you deal with that along the way. Um, there's always interesting cats and weirdos and a little bit of perverted people and so you got to sift through things sometimes but um most of the time that's not an issue for us and uh and we address that and see that but um but yeah we're not looking for any type of a record we uh we're just looking for us um to to continue being in love with these people <clears throat> on the day really the day that this first started was the day you and i were sitting here in 2006 we at that five yeah, we were. We had just finished playing in the finals of this tournament, and we're sitting around realizing that we're the like 23 and 20, and we were the only two playing on the court that were under the age of 45. And we had grown up in this lifestyle. We've been doing this since we were born. We're third generation, and we slowly saw it dying. Young people stopped coming. Anybody from 15 to 30 just left. And we heard all these stories from our parents and grandparents about how big it was and how much fun they used to have. And it wasn't always about volleyball. They had all kinds of different events. And it was about being in nature's you know, most simple form and having your true self come out with it. We, sitting around here after the finals one day, just realized it was going to... We felt like we had to take it upon ourselves to try and bring this back. You know, if, like, if we don't step up and the young people don't start doing it, it's 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 gonna fade away and he just so happened to go to a college where a lot of friends were you know totally into it and he really drew a lot of people and he has that kind of charisma that he just attracts those kind of people <laughs> but it I mean it really started before that first team even showed up and we just had like this idea of like we did not want to see this die we've grown up with this we've had so much fun with it we've seen these groups of 30-somethings and 20-somethings that were here before us when we were, you know, in our in our single digits, in our teens, and we wanted to be able to enjoy that the rest of our lives, too. And now, we've, I think we've accomplished something. So that's kind of, like, from a personal respect for both of us, that's very satisfying, but from a respect of seeing this continue to grow, I think it's great. And this is a little gem. This is a special little gem, and it'd be pretty selfish of us to keep it to ourselves. Yeah. So, so it's good to share it with the people that we know would, would love this. That's very nice. Yeah. So one last question. What's the name? Tiki Tama comes from a chant um, that we did uh, 
when we were in college before our matches. And um, it was our pump-up chant, but it's actually a Hawaiian war chant. And so uh, my roommate, one of my good buddies, and he's, he's, he comes to these tournaments. He was part of our very first first year coming. He's one of the, one of the initial, um, initial starters. And uh, he used to do this chant when I, was, um, I got to my first year of college. And it was, uh, it's one of, the, one of the names in the chant. And so our very first year we came, we were the young guns because we all were under 21 years old except for, except for my old brother. And um, so we didn't really know what to call ourselves. And, and our mom was like, you guys need to come up with like a cool name. You need to come up with something. You guys do that cool chant before your matches. You should do something out of that. And so we, um, we sort of dissected it out, and it became Tiki Tamba. And um, that stuck. Uh, you know, it could have been, been a million other things. could have been Muzzle Muzzle. It could have been this or that. But Tiki Tamba, you know, just kind of um, be, yeah, became a stable for us. And, you know, Tiki, that's just our, that's our thing. Everyone, Tiki Torch, Tiki Drink, Tiki Man, Tiki Volleyball. You hear Tiki, you think fun. Yes, absolutely. So, <laughs> so um, you know, this is a this is a very special special thing to be able to do, and it takes a lot of courage. It takes a lot of um, inner inner whatever it is you need to, to go out and do something like this. But um, but I tell everyone all the time, I'm like, you are not walking into Hugh Hefner's Hugh Hefner's mansion. It's like going to the mall. You see everything at the mall. Little kids running around, old old men and women trying to get their walk in. <laughs> You know, and um, and so that's the greatest thing about it is you see people in their most natural human form, and it's not fake plastic bull, and uh, and that's why this um, this is the greatest place and greatest thing you could ever do is being a naturalist, nudist. Awesome. So, Elena. Yes. First time. This is my first time coming here. Yes, at actually not here, but any naturist resort. Period. I've never been to a nudist resort in my entire life. Never been naked in public or anything? Nope, never. And so for your first experience, you decided to play volleyball naked. I know. Well, volleyball is my pride and joy. I love I love playing volleyball, and um, kind of the city that I live in right now, most of my friends play volleyball, so that's probably what consumes most of my time. I coach volleyball, I play volleyball, drink of volleyball players. Like, that's, you know, that's, like, really all I do in my, in my spare time. And... Um, being around those people so often, uh, they are—they have become my best friends. So uh, I have a couple, a couple girlfriends uh, from my hometown, and they are closest as close can be. They uh, hang out with them all the time. Um, I share one of their apartments. Like we are very, very close. And when they, when both of them had asked me separately, they hadn't even talked to each other about it. They just knew that I would be a prime suspect <laughs> for this kind of event for this kind of, um, I guess, lifestyle. And um, I thought about it a lot and I was really, really on the fence about it because I've always been very shy about my body and I've always been very self-conscious of it because I, I am very tall and people look at me anyways. So I just felt, I honestly just felt really super awkward coming here and bearing all. And um, I thought about it and I was like, you know what? These two girls are my closest friends. I can have this crazy connection with them that I don't have really with anyone else I really know. There's, there must be something that's going on at, the, at, this, at these resorts or going on at these events that I'm missing here because if they're having such a good time and I connect with them on a personal level with all of our clothes on and everything, there must be something I'm missing. So you know what, I was like, okay, I'll take the plunge. I'll go, if they're cool, you know what, I think the people there that they're, um, that they're mingling with are gonna be the same kind of substantial human beings that I hang out with back home with them. And you know what, I've, 
I've only been here for two days now and mind you, it's been pouring rain for the past two days. And, and, and even cold. Then, and cold. Even and cold. And even so, even 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 though this is that, that has happened, the weather has been like that this weekend, it has not hindered my experience with these beautiful people here. Everyone, um, every, everyone it truly, I feel, is just bearing all, like, you know, physically and uh, metaphorically, they're, they're just being themselves completely and utterly, like, themselves. And I see that through my two girlfriends from back home, and I see that, I see that um, reflection here in the same people here. And it's just, you know what, I want to come back. And I really do want to come back because everyone here is just so beautiful. And these are, these are the kind of people I want to be around. And So it, yeah. was it hard to get started? It it was, okay. So my first my first nudist moment here, um, there's two hot tubs here. One of them is a can of bead hot tub, it's covered. And I was with my one girlfriend from back home and one of her friends. There were a couple other people in the tub I didn't know, so that made it easier because I didn't know them. So I didn't know them. I only knew my one girlfriend. And so I I took a deep breath and I like took my top easy. Fine, that's fine. And then I went to take on my bottoms, and I and I tried to do it very slowly to not. Look, I didn't want to look like I was scared, so I did it very slow. I was like, "Take a deep breath, take your time." I was like, "Yep, all right, I'm getting in. I'm getting in the hot tub. Everything's great." And one of the other guys, one of the guys in the hot tub, I didn't really know. He reached over, put up a high five, and gave me a high five. <laughs> He's like, "Good for you." Like, and we and Matt and uh, my girlfriend just looked at me, gave me a nod. And that was it. <laughs> very nervous, very nervous, but it was worth it. Awesome. And you had, what, probably about a six-hour drive down here? Yeah, we had five-hour drive plus our stops the outlet yeah. malls and food and stuff. It was actually two hours. So, like, were you certain the whole time you were going to do it? No, no. It's not until we got here. The woman I was driving down here with, as soon as we got to the gates of White Throne Lodge, she reached out to me and I reached out to her and I was like, I was like, Missy, we aren't going back from here. She's like, whereas there's no turning back. We both grabbed our hands and this fully nude naked man runs across the front, the, runs across the front entrance of, of, uh, of, of the lodge. And we both just, I just felt her. She squeezed my hand. We're like, we're going, we're not turning back. So the hot tub was the hardest, not playing volleyball naked? After I, you know, after you do that initial, I think it's, after you do that initial, um, like, bearing all, after that, it was, everyone else was doing it, and, I don't know, after after I'd already gone in the hot tub, it was not, it wasn't that difficult after, because all my teammates were doing it, everyone else was doing it, and I was like, you know what, what's so good about my skin that's better than your skin, or more interesting than their skin, you know? And I found that me as a non-naturist, like someone who's coming for the first time, when I was talking to naturists who were fully nude, I wasn't, I wasn't like judging them or I wasn't looking at them differently or I wasn't like, you know, I wasn't like looking down at their junk or anything. I was looking, or their, or you know, their breasts or anything. I was looking at them directly in the face. And I was like, well, if someone who is coming here for the first time is already doing this and just looking at someone in the face and being completely natural with them, what is stopping someone who does this for a living, you know, this is their lifestyle, what is stopping them from just looking me in the face and talking to me like a normal human being, right? Like, I really, it, it, 
yeah, I, I really dehumanized it before coming, and then now coming here, I've, I've humanized it, and it is a very normal, natural thing, and you're not, your body's in more better, isn't better or uh, more special than anyone else's body. It's just, there's a hunk of skin, and you have a personality, and people love it. <laughs> or don't love it, whatever. The Tiki Tambas brought uh, just energy and player, of course, but they also, in this particular tournament, brought a professional announcer. And uh, the fascinating part about the volleyball tournament at uh, uh, at Whitethorn is uh, watching the very last game, the finals, the AAA players, um, just the incredible moves, the incredible talent and pure athleticism that is uh, played on the court. And so uh, why don't we listen a little bit to what that sounds like. Big hit by Canada, though. Point Canada, they're within two, 22-24. Still set point for Tiki. Watch this serve. It's all on the line here. Do or die. Big serve. Nice pass up. Lance with the kill point. Big Daddy Lance. 25-22. The Tambas take the opening set of our men's championship. So on the women's side, Canada leads one set to none. And on the men's side, Tiki leads one set to none. We have some entertainment coming out here. It sounds like we have a special guest, Mike Moody, out here on the court. Who's supposed to be coming and doing a little dancing for you in our one minute break? There he is. He's coming on out. He's the red hot onesie. Let's go, baby. Fun fact Mooney is six foot eight inches. That's two measurements. Mike Mooney's been tearing up the dance floor since 1995. These moves don't just happen. You've got to train for this kind of stuff. <laughs> He's been working on his block moves for years. He's getting better. <laughs> Give it up for Mike Moondog Moonsauce. So joining the Tiki Tombas is not like joining a club. Well, I guess in a way it's like joining a very private club. You can't just join. Somebody has to introduce you. Um, they have a very private Facebook group. They do have a public Twitter uh, feed, which I will put a link to in the show notes. But you have to be accepted. Um, and I certainly saw people who were there perhaps for the wrong reason. You know, all these young people partying uh, could attract some people who were there for the wrong reason, for with exploitive ideas in mind, those people don't last. They're, they they don't they don't fit in, um, and if they do anything inappropriate, uh, Whitethorn takes care of them very quickly. Um, I saw lots of uh, security and lots of people paying attention, and a few people having being escorted out for inappropriate behavior. But if you want, if you think you 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 this is your group and you'd like to participate. You don't have to be young. There's plenty of people my age who still have a lot more energy than I do for partying and for playing and who are much more talented, who are hardcore parts of uh, Tiki Tomba. So you can try to join. You can contact them. And uh, they are expanding as well their events. They This year they had a 
couple more tournaments where they've traveled to and in some cases organized them. So this is a growing movement, and perhaps somebody wants to replicate the Tiki Tombas um, on the West Coast or in Canada or in Europe, for that matter. So feel free to get in contact with them and see if they'll help you. So once again, that's all for this episode of The Naturist Living Show. Thank you for listening. My name is Stéphane Deschain, and I'm the owner of Bear Oaks Family Naturist Park and your host for this podcast. You can find links to all of the items I mentioned uh, in the show, uh, in the show notes, on our website at naturistlivingoneword.bearoaks.ca. And please send your comments and suggestions. Always appreciate receiving them, and I read everything. The show's email address is naturistlivingoneword.ca at bareoaks.ca. That's B-A-R-E, of course, bareoaks.ca, because we are in Canada. You can also call and leave a comment. Take as many tries as you want. Delete them if you're not happy at the end. But please call and leave your comment. You just call uh, country code 1-905-473-6060, which is the Bear Oaks main phone number, and then extension 333. Toll-free North America, one 373 Again, extension 333, or Skype, Bear Oaks, and then that puts you into the Bear Oaks phone system again, and it's once more, it's extension 333 for The Naturist Living Show. Join us again for the next episode of The Naturist Living Show. This episode of The Naturist Living Show was brought to you by Bear Oaks Family Naturist Park, traditional naturist values in a modern setting. Traditional values means that naturism is more than just taking your clothes off. It is a life philosophy with physical, psychological, environmental, social, and moral benefits. Bear Oaks Family Naturist Park strives to promote those naturist values in a modern setting that provides the amenities and services that our members and visitors expect. Free your body, free your mind. Learn more at www.bearoaks.ca. Thank you.